Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. All right, moms, dads, parents, and guardians, we're back once again with Ilani. Ilani has been kind enough to join us once again. Now, she believes that rejection in today's world is just a redirection, and failure can actually be your best friend. She's here today because she wants to motivate you moms and dads today to take that leap of faith and apply for that promotion, write that book, tell your story, change your career, stop self-sabotaging, and invest in yourself because you're worth it, mom. You're worth it, dad. And those kids, those tweeds, and those teens that you have, they're worth it, too. They're worth for it. you to become the very best version of yourself. So, you hear it in the background there. So without any further ado, here she is one more time. Uh, I tell you, you're revved up and you're ready to go, Alani. So I'm just going to let you go. You, you, know, you know, I want to talk to you about failure because a lot of people have limiting beliefs. Uh, they allow the limiting beliefs that they've come up with, or, you know, I, 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 I'll never be able to do this, fill in the blank, or mm-hmm. I can't do this because other people said that I can't do this. So they allow other people to limit them. If they make a mistake, they don't try to learn from it. Some of them don't even know that they should learn from it, get back up, dust themselves off, and then begin again. So let's talk about that here today. Uh, and let's just because all of us have big failures. I, I could throw out a lot. I'm 60 years old. I could tell you, tell you so. But what was your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? I am a divorced mom. So I'm a single mom. And a lot of people that may know that fact about me might think that the fact that I'm divorced, that that's a failure. But I disagree with that. I actually think the biggest failure for me was not recognizing my self-worth. That, to me, is failure. Not the fact that the marriage came undone. Not the fact that I'm divorced. I don't put that judgment on myself or any other single mom, any other single dad. I don't ever judge. And I... I, there was a time where I was judging myself and mm. I recognize now after doing my work 
right? Because it is work when you're working on yourself. I recognize now that I've done work on myself that that's not my failure, the fact that I'm divorced. The failure was that I didn't know myself worth. Mm. Didn't know your purpose. And I like the fact that you're talking about mine. You're not laying things at other people's feet. You, you say, okay, here are the things that uh, I know there are things about myself that I can make better. And one of those things that I can make better about myself is knowing my self-worth. Why is knowing what self-worth, particularly as a parent, so important? It's when you learn to love yourself and understand that you are deserving of certain things in life, it makes you complete. It makes you whole. And then you have more to give your children. And then it's not just about what you're telling your children. It's about what you're mirroring to your children. Mm. It's about leading by example. They see you. We say to our children all our time, all the time, you know, brush your teeth, exercise, do this, do that, study. You know, it's going to, you get a better job, you get a better this, but we don't want it for ourselves. So if you don't want it for yourself, it's kind of hard for them to want it for themselves. It's sort of like, it, it. I know people have heard this before when you're on an airplane. When they say that mask comes down, you put it on yourself before you put it on your child. Mm -hmm. uh, because if you don't put it on yourself, it might not never make it on to your child. And I'm, a, I'm also a leadership coach as well as a parody coach, and I'm a big-time believer. If you don't develop, who you are. If you don't pour into yourself as a mom and dad, and I don't care if you're a corporate exec, okay, or if you know you're you're into landscaping, whether you're blue collar or white collar and everybody in between, you should be growing and developing who you are because it's hard to pour out of an empty pitcher into your child. Mm -hmm. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. Absolutely. And the more that you, um, it's it's self-discovery and it's self-awareness. Mm. And I it's, love that. it's being present. There's, there's a great quote by um, Brene Brown. And it says, sometimes the bravest and the most important thing you can do is show up. And I, it is so powerful because we get so caught up in doing big things and doing showy things, especially on show, social media, showing parties we're throwing for our children. No, I mean, the most important thing is, are you showing up for them? Are you showing up for yourself? If they don't, if you don't show up for yourself, you can't show up for your children. You cannot. And if you don't do for yourself, what you need to do, then they won't see that as an example. And it doesn't matter. Trust me on this. I have teen, two teenage boys. It's not about what you tell them. It's about what they see, what you're showing them every day. My boys have seen me fail. My boys see me show emotion. I don't apologize for that. And they're seeing that, you know what? Mom's going to be okay. Mom is figuring it out. Wow, mom is starting a new career. You know, and my my sons recently, I said to them for Mother's Day, 
I don't need flowers. I don't want gifts. I want a card. I want you to write me a card. And they did, man. And you know what? It was the first time that my children articulated that they were proud of me for for taking a chance and starting this new journey. And it makes me so emotional because, you know, of course, they're typical teenage boys and they don't really say how they feel. And they were like, Mom, you know, I love you. I, you know, I thank you for inspiring me. And I'm so proud of you and your book and the risks and the and the chances that you're taking. And I'm like, wow, this is so meaningful. Because as my kids are trying to figure life out and they're playing sports and they want to play football and they want a quarterback and they have dreams and they want to go to certain schools and get certain grades. And I'm like, don't give up. And we say that to our kids and even teachers say it to their students, but are you living it? Mm. You have to be, you have to be really good because your kids watch you, your teens watch you. Even when you don't think that they're watching you. And I, I sat up here and I'm listening to you and I'm also seeing the passion on your face because when those boys of yours wrote those things on the card, they, they basically were telling you, Mom, we've seen you. Mm-hmm. You might not have known that we were watching this or, yeah. or that we saw these things, but we saw those things. And I think it's great that you uh, presented an opportunity. Yes, you asked for a card and you had some definite things. Say, hey, I want a card. I want this. But what you did is you gave them an opportunity to speak from their heart and to be meaningful about it and you're to be applauded for that, and also for being a role model because it's not easy, uh, whether you're a single dad or a single mom, it's not easy being a single parent. Uh, I work in a role ranger ministry, and uh, it's a ministry that primarily serves uh, boys, kindergarten through 12th grade. I've dealt with a lot of single moms and some single dads, and I know it's not easy on moms when they have those rough and tumble boys. It did when they hit the teenage years. Uh, so sometimes they need to be checked a little bit. But I'm listening to you talk about your boys and your relationship with them, and it is truly, truly inspiring. Oh, thank you for that. And so, you know, you also talk about failure being your best friend. And I can't wait to hear from you on this. So why is failure sometimes your best friend? For me, it's not sometimes, it's all the time. (laughs) (laughs) You, we collectively need to get comfortable with failure because when you fail at something, you're one step closer to getting it right. And Mm. getting, getting that it's, it's, you know, I have lived my life with so much rejection that I'm like, wow, you know, the odds are against me to get this job. And it's, you know, modeling and acting in New York City. I can't even tell you what the odds are to make it in this tough town. So for over two decades, I literally was getting rejected uh, on a daily basis, if you will. It was my job to interview every single day 
for a job. So nothing was ever handed to me or nothing was ever taken for granted. That's what you're doing. A lot of people don't recognize that actors and actresses are auditioning daily. It's an interview. So imagine you have a job you're comfortable with. You've been working as a dentist or you've been working, you know, um, in a restaurant for 10 years or two years. Or imagine every day going into audition for a new job for a new boss every day. So I I learned to embrace it, to get comfortable with it. It's very uncomfortable. There's a lot of discomfort oh, yeah. that comes with <laughs> failure and rejection, right? So what I did was I started recognizing it takes, you have to stop, you have to be present, you have to disconnect from everything and say, what am I feeling? And then saying, oh, that's my fear. That's my anxiety. If that- fear will stop you from doing so much, you know, John Maxwell says that the first time we do anything, we're not going to be any good at it. Mm-hmm. So as parents, the very first, and there's a lot of first times as parents, mm-hmm. every, every year, every month, you're coming across first time efforts in very different things. In children's life, there's so many transitional stages. Once you figure out one stage, you're in a completely, completely new different place. one. And, and, and the first time you make it a tip at it, you're not going to be any good at it. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Get over yourself. Yeah. Right? And focus on getting better, learning from that situation. And that's why failure can be your best friend because it provides you an opportunity to learn and, and get better. And I love the fact that you say that failure is your best friend, but you also talk about intuition and that intuition plays into this, uh, it, it becoming the best version of yourself. So let's talk a little bit about that. How does intuition play into becoming the best version of yourself? How does it help guide us? So, Intuition for me is my compass. That is what I listen to um, when I need to figure out what direction I'm going in. And we all have intuition, but we don't all stop. We don't all disconnect. We don't all um, listen and have that faith. So I believe that it's our inner voice. It's our soul speaking. But if we don't, that little little moral compass. Yes, yes. It's a moral compass, but it's more than that, Sam. For me, it's my soul speaking to me. So, moral compass, yes, like, is this the right thing? But beyond that, like, is this my life's purpose? It's not just, oh, something right versus something wrong. Like, is this my life's purpose? Because I've had so many different careers. I'm 52 years old now. I've had like three or four completely different careers. I've worked in advertising and public relations. Then I worked in sales. Then I did acting and modeling. Then I did, now I'm doing publishing children's books. I know nothing about, I don't know anybody in the industry. And here I am. So it doesn't fit your gifts the way that you're made because everybody's unique. And I can see that intuition also, when you're looking at things, hey, does this fit who I am? Does this fit within the gifts that I have? Not somebody else's gifts, but that those gifts which make me unique. 
Yes, I love that distinction that you just made. That's exactly it. It's listening and looking and saying, okay, what is Eleni good at? What lights Eleni up? What And ask yourself those questions. What lights you up? What is your life's purpose? What will inspire you? Because if you're looking at what other people are doing, that's not going to motivate you. That's not what is speaking to you and your soul. So intuition is listening to, I, I think of it as like a legacy. Like when I'm long gone, what do I want to leave behind? How do I want to be remembered? I think that's a great way to look at it because that speaks to people, you know, for me, the acting and the modeling, that's great. I have, you know, magazines that I was in and people remember shows that I was on and that's great and all, but that, that was not my legacy. For me, I want to empower and inspire children and teach them values and lessons that they're, that they're going to carry with them throughout their lifetime. That's, you know, something that I want to do. That's my legacy. Like my children's books, going to carry on from generation to generation to generation god willing so that will keep me going it lights me up and it fills me and when you have that kind of passion it's not doesn't even feel like work it takes work and we talked about the work ethic but it (laughs) doesn't feel like work right takes work but it doesn't feel like work when you love what it is that you do and that takes me to my next point that moms and dads have got to figure out what their passion and what their purpose is. Because when you know your purpose, and I have a little equation, I call it my excellence equation. When you know what your purpose is and you subtract out the limiting beliefs and you allow all that to be raised uh, to the power of God, uh, that equals excellence. And so, but you've got to know your purpose. What's your passion? Uh, I believe that we're all fearfully and wonderfully made. God didn't make any junk whatsoever. Every person, every board has gifts. And we just need to find out what our passion is and, and how it best fits us to apply our gifts. Absolutely. And the other thing I would love to add to that is, we are we have our own unique voice and perspective yes. and experience so you could say you know what Eleni big deal you wrote a children's book there's a million children's books out there so you really have my children inspired this book and i'm you know adding my own spin and my own values and my own questions and my own way to connect with children that's unique Nobody else is doing it because nobody else could do it because nobody else is me. So I want parents, moms, dads, everybody out there to listen and say, because there's a lot of naysayers and there's a lot of rejection and a lot of people saying, you know what? This has been done, girl. This has been done. I have people who I I love and respect and they've said to me, you know what? That market is so saturated. Like, do not listen. You have to you gotta go with your passion. You know, hey, if if your passion, you have to give things that make you a, a, a gifted corporate executive, great. If you have giftings that make you a gifted welder, truck driver, police officer, fireman, whatever it is, 
if you use your gifting and your passion, uh, what was it you said a, a little bit while ago? It, it'll take work. Okay. It won't it, feel like it. But it won't feel like work. Yeah. If you find your purpose, and if you find your passion, white collar, blue collar, and everything in between, moms and dads, take the time to find out your passion and your purpose and just know your kids are watching. So when you're doing that, they too see the importance of discovering their purpose and discovering their passion. And in doing that, you're opening doors or helping your kids or empowering them to be able to open doors that would never otherwise be open. Mm -hmm. But for what you have modeled, and taught your kid by seeking after your passion and seeking after your purpose. Alani, tell my audience one more time where they can find you. Go to thekidswelove.com and that's where that. you'll find I love that <laughs> Kids We Love. The Kids We Love. Picky Patrick is the first uh, is the first kid, but he's got siblings coming. So Picky Patrick <laughs> is the first book. But Smelly we Nelly, ought to look out for the siblings. Smelly Nelly's coming, Scared Steven, Negative Nathan. So, yeah, and this story was inspired by my children, Zen and Billy. And so they could find me on thekidswelove.com, elenifuaxis.com. Uh, at elenifuaxis.nyc on Instagram and at elenifuaxis on Facebook, also on Twitter. I'm trying to embrace the social media. It hasn't really hey, been my like Hey, hey, it's not, it's not easy, but moms and dads, all of those sites, we're going to have in the podcast description so that you can just come into one spot, look, click, and boom, it'll take you right over to Alani and you'll be able to see her book, her sites, and her social uh, media sites as well, because we want you to connect with her and find out more about her and her book. And if it's a right fit for you, please pick that up. And, and you can pick it up as a gift for uh, other parents, for uh, grandmothers, grandfathers. You can pick that up and give it, or people can give it to grandfathers and grandmothers. Uh, you Baby know, care providers, hey, you know, nannies, whole plethora of people that you can gift this book to. And I'm doing this, and you might will say, hey, Stan, she, she must be giving you a commission on this. No, I'm not. I try to bring guests on this show that will have things that will add value to you as moms and dads and guardians that's going to help you become the best version of yourself. That's the only reason that I do it. And that is the reason that I have the guests that I have on my show. So please check out the podcast description. Make sure that you subscribe to the Fiercely Parody podcast. Keep downloading, but also subscribe and share it with others so that other people can find out about Alani. Hey, Alani, thanks again one more time for being on my podcast. I really do appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to add value to my parents and to speak with the passion that you've spoken to with them over these two episodes. Wow. I really do appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you too, Stan. God bless you for what you're doing. 
your passion and your gift is so evident and you're lighting up and supporting and guiding these parents and these children and you're impacting so many lives and that's what this is all about. And anybody who's listening, read to your children, take time to connect with them. It's one of the most valuable, enriching experiences of your lives. It's something they will always treasure and remember. All right, there. Well, you heard it there, moms and dads. So until the next time we get together, God bless. God bless. Thank you. Well, that concludes another awesome episode. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parenting Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was once said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.